listener production. We popped the lid on the Tupperware and it's passed the sniff test. But it's still good. And now we're reheating it just for you. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh, thank you so much for joining us on a Friday. Not just any Friday today. Uh, you have decided what you're going to be hearing on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Uh, as we are officially back on Monday, it is our final chance to take a look back at the last 18 months, Matt O'Kine. And we asked, we asked the discerning listeners of All Day Breakfast what, uh, what you wanted to hear. And uh, the answers were concerning um, because there's some pretty... <laughs> some pretty testy stuff in here. Kicking off with um, with the classic talkback, what's your juice? Um, which yeah. was one of the most concerning uh, pieces of talkback we've ever done. There are some liquids that I'll never look at the same again <laughs> after this particular bit of talkback. Like it literally, it has, it has really changed the way that I shop. <laughs> um, <and laughs> certainly the way that I look at pickle juice. Anyways... <laughs> We can't wait to delve into that. Also, yeah, look, I'm still not convinced that I can't buy a certain piece of real estate. Okay, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on that I may have clowned myself admitting. And I am so excited that Vindication is here. Uh, We talked to Veronica. You might have enjoyed Veronica's show last week talking to her. She couldn't believe that we brought back Drop That Coin after a run on Triple J. And, well, you've asked for it and we're giving it to you. The Drop That Coin World Championships will be heard. It's one of the great World Cups of all time, Matt. I mean, my, I had a friend who had the 1998 Cricket World Cup on VHS, absolutely flogged it to death, where Australia um, did... <laughs> Damien Fleming does the underarm bowl. And we, Gilchrist runs out South Africa. We win the World Cup. We'll get through the I final of the World it, Cup. Remember it like it was yesterday. Well, look, I mean... The, the champion of Drop That Coin will probably get a uh, Lionel Messi-style contract very, very soon from some kind of huge European yeah. coin club. And we really should... Um we should really should make one of those frames things that you can buy, you know, in the in between the overs of the cricket. You could go, let's buy uh, the photo of the coin, the little plaque, well, the the picture of where it happens. I wonder if we could talk to the mint and get the person's name, <laughs> head printed on the coin in place of the queen because they are the new royalty. That's that's not a bad idea. We'll start on that. <laughs> you get listening to this, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, the people's choice, and we'll chat to you soon. Now, last week, Alex Dyson, uh, you got sprung. We talked about <sighs> you sending in some pretty embarrassing messages to your old workplace, getting completely sprung, and so we asked you... When have you been sprung? Yeah, it was, it was a, look, it was a, a aside from me being absolutely humiliated, it was a pretty good first week. <laughs> um, and some really nice people were uh, sending us messages like, so good to be back, putting a few screenshots up on Instagram that we could reshare. Uh, but it seems, as you say, in our talk back of getting sprung, that someone has been sprung. And we've actually got the springer. With us on the phone here, <laughs> Mel from Queensland. Hello to you. Hello, boys. Now, you slid into my DMs with a pretty astute observation last week. What was going on? Yeah, so basically I was just at home flicking through my Instagram as you do. Alex Dyson had reposted someone's story celebrating, you know, your number one podcast, blah, Woo. blah, blah. Yes. Good stuff, good stuff. Stop going on about Thank it, Thank you. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, us, no. 
apparently no proofreading occurs in the Dyson Instagram page. <laughs> He'd screenshotted someone's post and it was basically their computer and in front of their computer set up as their little snack station, they had a jar of jalapenos, pickled jalapenos, mm. with a straw sticking out of it, <laughs> which I can only assume implies they're drinking jalapeno juice. Now, <clears throat> that is... <laughs> A good pickup because I just saw this. I just saw this thing and reposted it. I wasn't paying attention to what was on the desk. You got your cup, your pens, you got your paper. Yeah. But you're right. When you said that to me, I looked and you, as clear as day, a, jar, a jalapeno jar with a straw in it. And to their credit, biodegradable straw. So, <laughs> chops to them. So, I mean, at least this is a single use straw as well. So, that was this is a freshie that they put in. So. I haven't seen this photo. Did you? You didn't notice it, Dyson? No, because it, it's mainly the big, big screen. They were listening to Matt and Alex on the Podcast One website, so they were just, they were just filming their screen. But Mel saw in the bottom corner the jar of jalapenos with a straw coming out. And you're thinking that this means that this person drinks jalapeno juice from the jar at work. Yes, and look, I didn't think that quarantine stockpiling had gotten so bad that we'd run out of, like, Coke at the supermarket. <laughs> Apparently we're it, stooping to that level now. Now, I mean, I, jalapenos are go. It's you have to go through a fair few whack of fruit and veg before <laughs> you hit the jalapenos yeah. when it comes to the juice factor. Yeah, you're right. It is suspicious, but I, I'm one to hold the benefit of the doubt. That could be a repurposed jar. We already know the person uses biodegradable straws. Mm. Maybe they reuse jars, and there's just a little bit of spring water or something in there. <laughs> But we, we appreciate you bringing it to our attention. Potentially this person has been sprung, but of course I reposted it. I knew the person's Instagram handle. We've actually got in touch oh. with the person who put up the photo. Her name is oh. Alicia. She's from Western Australia. And she doesn't know that we're having this conversation about that yet. She just knows that we, we're very appreciative of her being a fan of the show. And I'm sure that there is a perfectly reasonable explanation that doesn't involve <laughs> sipping jalapeno juice. And look, if there isn't a reasonable explanation, guys, it's 2020. No judgment here. <laughs> no. You do you, fam. Exactly. I have nothing against anyone drinking whatever juice. Whatever your juice is, you drink it. Exactly. You know what I mean? You let your juice flag fly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Mel, we appreciate you bringing it to our attention. <laughs> we want to celebrate juices of all forms here on All Day Breakfast. You know, this podcast was born out of busting the restrictions of breakfast in the morning, okay? Exactly. <laughs> so our ethos is you can drink whatever juice you see fit. All ages, all sexes, all juices. <laughs> Maybe there's some jalapeno... <laughs> Oh, Maybe there's a little jalapeno juice in all of us, guys. <laughs> but I do think it's a bit weird. Oh, it is all slightly. Right, so, well. But we'll get to the bottom of it because we do have Alicia's phone number and she's about to jump on the line. Now, Matt, I reckon we should play this. We just act natural. She doesn't know that that's what we're calling about. She just wants to, We just want to have a nice, fun chat with a really nice listener. And I think we should try and just subtly bring this up. What do you reckon? All right, let's do it. Okay, all right. Um, I'll put on my radio voice and... Okay, she good? Okay, we're good. Um, here we go. G'day, Alicia. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We, we really, really appreciate it. Did you, did you enjoy the first week? Yeah, I loved it. I think it's great. Oh, awesome. Whereabouts do you listen in? You are, uh, you are in the car with the headphones kind of person. Uh, what's your mm. situation? 
No, I just listen off my phone um, just on the app. I just have it on loud while I'm, like, typing away at work or out and about. Yeah, cool. And when you're at, when you're at work, um, do you usually just sort of sit at your desk, stay hydrated? Is there much snacking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's heaps of snacking. I'm in the office literally by myself, so I've decorated it like a bit of a party at the moment. I'm just hanging out, so I've got free reign just to have you up loud and just, yeah, get some work done at the same time. Free range, so you could just basically do whatever you want and throw caution to the wind at work. <laughs> at the moment, but yeah. Oh, very good. Now, I, I actually reposted one of your um one of your videos the other week, which was pretty cool. I Thank know. you very much for putting that on Instagram. I was so excited. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, now someone's got in touch with us about that because they noticed something on your desk, oh, Alicia. Um, oh. Alicia, I'm just going to go straight to it. Have you been drinking jalapeno juice? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, so I love jalapenos. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. No, but I just, like, go through those jars so much, so I, I use them to put my smoothies in. Oh. oh. Okay. Phew. <laughs> okay. Wow, I, it's, I was on your side the whole time, Alicia. Yeah, I we wouldn't have judged at all. It's just do you, you you don't have any time to take the labels off or nothing. You just. I mean, what's the point? No, no, what's the point? It's not like anyone could, I don't know, think you're drinking jalapeno juice and call into a radio station, but then oh broadcast God. it to the whole country and the world. But yeah, what's the point? I don't know. I've actually been cleaning out a few jars at home and the jars I have still smell of, like, pitted olives and those sort of things. You don't get that little bit of spice in your smoothies at all, Alicia? Yeah, look, I do, a little bit. I do. I do. <laughs> but it all helps. It all helps. Well, so, so tell me about tell me about this jalapeno. Uh, you know, is, would you say it's an addiction? How many how many jalapenos do you scoff in a day? Oh, I mean, I just, if I'm having a burger or something, I need at least eight, like at least eight Whoa. on there. I love them. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, in that case, I'd be very surprised once another jar is down that you don't, you don't just take a little sip. Do you have a little <laughs> sip? <laughs> I might even put it in my smoothie now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, we have decided that we are here at the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast program. We're going to celebrate people's juices because at the start it can be jarring see well pun pun not intended but it can be a little bit weird to see someone with a straw in a jalapeno jar but i think this is a new movement we should start matt absolutely so we're asking you what's your juice what's your juice what's the secondary juice after something (laughs) that you've eaten what what juice do you like and i mean we're not talking about a little bit of runoff i mean (laughs) what are you jarring up Shoving a straw into and letting rip. Natalie from Melbourne, defend yourself. What's your juice? Uh, my juice is the dregs of the salad. So the salad dressing that accumulates in the bottom oh of the communal God. bowl. <laughs> no, no, not of the communal salad. I thought you meant maybe you got a little personal salad and you, and you just slurped up. You go the big group bowl. The big bowl. Okay. The big big oh. bowl. Okay. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to picture this. 
Are we talking both hands, open palm on the side of the mixing oh, bowl? Definitely. Lifting definitely. up the goblet like you're at communion? <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Um, it, it came about from um, one time clearing the table and walking to the kitchen and I was like, this smells pretty good. So I just, you know, chugged it back and, and then it became a thing. So <laughs> what's the uh, what's the equivalent of, you know, the Tim Tams in the in the coffee cup here, the, you know? Are you, are you sitting there with a hollowed out cos lettuce just <laughs> slurping it up like it's a straw kind of thing? Oh, I don't know. But you know that dressing that you get when you have Vietnamese spring rolls? Mm. I do make little cups out of the lettuce and sort of dip <laughs> up some of that dressing. Just drink it. You're making dressing, Sancho. Wow. Wait. Wow. Okay. Now, how deep are we getting? Because obviously you've got a thirst for it now. Uh, so does that has that graduated? Do you need to have it being poured over a salad and the dregs there? Or have you started... <laughs> Take it, take it a sip out of Paul Newman's head himself. <laughs> I've pulled it back because when I was little, it used to be the French praise dressing. <laughs> straight, straight out of the bottle. Straight, straight out of the bottle. bottle. Oh. Just secret, secret swigs at the at the, yeah, at the fridge, huh? Yeah, out of the pantry. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Now, at... What is the the worst time someone has seen you do this? Because obviously you can try and keep this habit to yourself <laughs> here, Natalie, but other people must have noticed. Well, it was probably, I think it was at a cousin's house initially that I just sort of picked up the bowl and just drank it because it was what I did. I was still a kid at this stage and I just had horrified looks staring <laughs> back at me <laughs> and I kind of then realised should probably be my secret shame. <laughs> after after that, your parents had to put little markers on all the salad dressing <laughs> bottles in the fridge when they left the house to make sure that... Yes, totally. <laughs> that <laughs> is it. Well, Natalie, uh, thank you very much for joining us and telling us what your juice is. Uh, you disgust <laughs> us, but we appreciate it very much. <laughs> no, it's we're, fine. Because that, was, that was what we were trying that to say. That's what we're about. We're about we to, should we're be, we, we, should. We, love, we love you for letting us know your juice. Thank you, Natalie. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, this is all about juice pride. And yes. so, yeah, I, I apologise for juice shaming. Uh, that is not something that uh, this show condones, and that's no. on me. Okay, so we're going to move on now. Just like some salad dressing is probably on <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Melissa from Sydney, what's your juice? It's actually my boyfriend's juice. He likes to get a couple of extra McDonald's sweet and sour sauces um, and just drinks them straight out of the packet. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh, just peels the lid. Yeah. On the drive home, I bet. Some yep. people are reaching for the hot chips, but he's just <laughs> sipping the scissor. Oh, That's wow. That's right. He rips the lid and slurps it up. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're, this is like a shot, isn't it? He's just taken a full-on <laughs> shot of sweet and sour. Yeah, that's it. Okay, and <laughs> as... the old lemon wedge afterwards. <laughs> uh, does he finish off with like? I just imagine him sipping it and then and then finishing it off. He's got like a sweet and sour mo. Like it's uh, <laughs> like well, sometimes he actually mo. does. He actually has the moustache. So sometimes there's a bit of um, remnants left in the moustache there. So oh dear. Oh. And how do you how do you treat this here, Melissa? What is, what is your I thoughts on it? I hate it. It's because it's especially the slurping noise that comes out of it. It's just. <laughs> Now, I just want it to it's, stop. That's thick as from, well. Yeah. From my yeah. memory, you're right, Matt, it is a bit thick and therefore there would be some left still on the sides 
Does he does he get the tongue out and just give it a once over before throwing yeah. the packet away? There's a, there's a bit of tonguing happening. There's a bit of anteater around the edges. It's a clear packet by the end of that time with the sweet and sour oh well we 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 love the fact that you still love him for it yeah so um you know we are we are pro juice here uh whatever it is whatever it's squeezed from we uh we respect your choices for what your juice is so thank you so much for that thank you bye guys Uh, thanks melissa and uh finally we better ask uh chris from melbourne uh chris what's your juice well uh my juice is the uh little brine that comes out of the betta tubs you get from the feta cheese. <laughs> okay. You, so. you, you're drinking cheese drink. Yeah, cheese juice. Yeah. So if I'm oh, buying I, a little um, jar of, of feta and I've eaten all the cheese like a, from like it. Like a I've one got... litre tub. So <laughs> I just every time I take out a piece, I might take a little bit of stiff, a little bit of a gulp, you know. <laughs> from the tub of feta, from the one litre tub. Yeah, from the one litre tub. It's been oh. my little secret for a while, but on um, <laughs> Saturday I got a bit drunk with my girlfriend. We we're making some salad, and I pull out the feather and took a sip, and she just looks at me like, "You just take a sip of the feather jar," and I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Oh, Chris, yeah, maybe." Oh, Chris, he's drinking feta brine over here. <laughs> um, I better ask you. Do you, can you tell the difference of brines? Can you sip something and go, that's a Danish feta compared to <laughs> that's a Greek feta? Oh, I've only really tried the Donny Greek feta, but I might give the other one to go. I All don't right. know. And is it just feta? I mean, are we hitting some of the, you know, the ricotta juice? This halloumi sits oh, in a serious like tub. Boccaccini, maybe? Yeah, the oh, Boccaccini's got a pretty good little brine happening around it. <laughs> You never know. You're going to look might, like Tom Cruise at cocktail, in cocktail, mm. just throwing the, the cheese tubs around, splash here, an ounce there. Imagine, imagine James Bond asking for a <laughs> bit of feta brine shaken, not stirred. It's a Best Bits breakfast buffet. What tasty treats shall we indulge in next? Maybe this one. Matt O'Kine finds a website where you could buy a bit of the moon. <laughs> We're like, great. We come to this this point at the show, then Matt can buy a moon. We get off the phone with Will Anderson. He then goes, nah, I looked into it. It's not legit. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think, mate? What did you think would happen? What did you think they'd actually give you a title to part of the moon? (laughs) The official moon real estate agent. Sides well, the section 32. I've <laughs> taken an interesting stance in this as well because while I kind of am not convinced they land on the moon, ah. I do want to buy some of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like this is karma getting back at me for making yes. you know, accusations that, that it might not have happened. <laughs> so look, this is what happens. So if you only buy the moon if you me... could use one of the craters as a skate ramp. What's your thing? What's, well, what is it? Do you know what? The moon is big, man. Okay, so I was kind of assuming that there would be quite a little bit. Now, I wanted to just investigate <laughs> where to buy. Cheap. Well, exactly. And no, they're not doing anything with it. If it's if it was that great, then there would be there'd be people up there right now doing stuff. It's obviously not that good, but I just wanted a little bit of it. Well, and if you want a bit of the moon, you can bloody well take it how everyone else does, and that's put a flag on it, mate. All right? None of this 
oh, I'm going to browse moonrealestate.com. <laughs> well, there's a website called moonestates.com and I thought, oh... <laughs> I thought, mm, could it really be this easy? And then, and then I googled, yeah, I googled, and and nah, it's not. But because, well, there's a treaty. See what happened is all this, all the countries, and, and you know, have to admit, more than a hundred have signed this this document that states that you can't just buy pieces of the moon. It happened in 1967. So wait, not all of them. Not every country. There no, are some but, countries but that say that moon real estate is up for grabs. Well, the thing is you can't buy something that hasn't been claimed by a sovereign, you right. know, by, by, by a nation. Mm. So, Didn't um, America claim it? No, no. They, they, everyone agreed after they came back that it wasn't going to be owned. It was, it's for the good of mankind. Well, just recently they've announced Space Force. You know, the official uniforms and logos have come out for, the, uh, for Space Force. Yeah, so maybe I know. Maybe. Well, that's why I was trying to beat the market, mate. I'm thinking <laughs> if I can't buy a bloody house in, you know, the inner west of Sydney, I might as well try the moon. <laughs> you know? Well, and as sure say, stamp duty's not applicable up there. Well, they, they say, you know, the, the, the old saying goes, the best time to buy real estate on the moon is now. You know? <laughs> it's really now. Well, and also, you've got to buy the worst crater on the best dust bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where you make your money, hey, my friend. And you want good, you got you want ocean views as well. <laughs> I mean, every view is an ocean view from the moon. <laughs> to be fair, so you know, I thought maybe it could happen, but uh, yes, there's no affiliation or sovereignty uh, of its own. Space is by definition lawless. <laughs> so, I mean, even retaining your little block would be quite difficult. Well, we're the first podcast to have a, a live birth. Maybe we can be the first podcast to go to the moon, my friend. Because just recently they said Tom Cruise is going to film on the International Space Station for the next Mission Impossible or something. He's going to be up there filming. Just get a lift with him and just say, oh, you've got enough money to buy some moon. Mate, I, I, I could audition as well, you know, because I yes. technically I'd be working as a local. <laughs> I'd probably be the only person on the film. This, this, could, this could work, man. All right, so we hate to inform you at the end of this podcast. Matt, at this stage, uh, despite what he said in our earlier meeting, <laughs> is not going to be buying any real estate on the moon. So it's a real deflating end. I wonder if I can rent it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like a 99-year lease. Hi, Alex Dyson here from Lunar Surface Real Estate and do I have a special property for you today. Nestled in between the bright ancient crustal highlands and the prominent impact craters, we have 231 Armstrong Street, a 100 square metre parcel of barren wasteland that's as impossible to forget as it is to get to. Let's take a look, shall we? Breathtaking, isn't it? Yes, that's partly due to the lack of oxygen, but also the views of the solar system are absolutely stunning. Right in your backyard. As you can see, it has a great northerly aspect overlooking the Earth, and the nearest school catchment is only 384,402 kilometres away, depending on the Earth's orbit. So the kids are going to love it. 231 Armstrong Street is perfect for those who enjoy a cold climate as it sits next to the Cabeus National Park, home to one of the moon's 324 craters of eternal darkness, areas which sit permanently in shadow and can reach temperatures of negative 238 degrees Celsius, colder than the surface of Pluto. <laughs> Nothing a hot cup of cocoa can't fix. So, there you have it, 231 Armstrong Street, the moon. The gravity may be low, but so is the price. At just $120, you too can be scammed out of real earth money to own some space rock you'll never see, let alone build a three-bedroom brick veneer on. Talk to Elon Musk to book an inspection today.
All day breakfast. Guys are having some time off to clear the backlog on their Netflix queue. So, in the meantime, here are some of their best bits. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. We've been waiting for this day for a long time. It's what we've all been waiting for. Greatest idea in human history. It's taken a long time to get here, but we're here. There's so much potential here. The best players in the world. There's so much pressure, you know, because it's so competitive. Remember, only one can win. I'm dying in your beds. Many years from now, would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to drop that coin? They may take our lives, but they'll never take Australia's favorite coin dropping game. Drop, drop it. Coin. Welcome back to our world championship competition. Drop that coin. Are you ready? Can you feel the tension in the air? So nervous. The glorious title of Drop That Coin World Championships. And it could be you if you believe in yourself. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Australia's favourite coin dropping game. Drop that coin! Drop it. Drop it up. Let's do it. Drop that coin. World Championship. Yes, welcome to the coin dropping <laughs> arena. Okay. I am your commentator, Alex Dyson. With me, the coin dropping champion, one of the best in the game, Matt O'Kai, joining me side by side. How are you, Matty? Look, I can't help but feel bad for some of our grand finalists who are literally at work right now, <laughs> having to sit through an intro like that while their boss is in the background going, what are you doing? Get back to work. That's right. Oh, we sorry, have the finalists. cream of the crop who are ready to guess the cream of the drop. Joining us are six finalists, six people who got the last four days of coin drops correct. We dropped four coins of varying denominations and all six of the people joining us right here got them correct. It is a big, big all-day breakfast welcome to Adele, JV, Benjamin, Joan Lee, Coops, Cameron, all on the same Zoom meeting right now. Hello, team! Hello. <laughs> hey! Sometimes the mics cut out when you uh, all talk over the same at the same time. But uh, look, Adele, let's let's meet our competitors quickly. Adele, you went to the same college as Alex Dyson. We did. That's probably where the coin dropping pedigree comes from. Um, tell <laughs> us about those days back in two thousand and eight, Adele. Yes, good times. Long time ago now. Absolutely. And J- JV, you spotted me just recently on the street. That's right, mate. Stalker, stalker alert. <laughs> He's well, I wasn't carrying any coins on me then, uh, so couldn't give you any tips. Uh, but hopefully, no. you know, you've got your ears. It's all that crypto you're carrying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Benjamin well, joining us as well. Left. We've got <laughs> Benjamin joining us as well. Benjamin, please let us know your technique yeah. across the week. Was it easy for you? Was it hard guessing the four in the row? I knew the two dollars <laughs> straight up, but everything else I had to kind of. I was waiting to eliminate another option on the fourth go, but. Then you already played the same coin as before. Oh, oh, well, we'll reveal what we did, what we did a little bit in just a little bit. Joan Lee, you've got a very fancy good luck pen with you. Yeah, my Mr. T pen. Hopefully brings me a lot of good luck today, but we'll wait and see. Oh, I pity the fool. All right, we've got Coops as well, who could be our youngest competitor. Coops, how old are you and where are you right now? I am 12 years old and I am in the school um, parking at the moment. <laughs> wow. Well, I think you've got a bit of an example, Coops, because being at school in the canteen, I'm not sure if they've got the tap and pay these days. You could be handling coin than most of the rest of these mugs. <laughs> yeah, I do. 
I, um, and I heard that actually, Coops, you're already a, a world champion. Yes, I am. Wakeboarding. Amazing stuff. So you're a world champion wakeboarder. What what division uh, and what year was this? Uh, that was under nines back in 2018. Well, you, incredible you could be stuff. adding the world champion of Drop That Coin to the feather in your cap, Coops. That'll be incredible. And finally, Cameron, where are you at the moment and what are you up to? Sitting pretty in Perth, WA, boys. Ooh. And you're at work? Absolutely, mate, yeah. Just uh, <laughs> taking 20 minutes spare to evade uh, <laughs> work while I entertain you, boys. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is Sorry good. about Bef- this. All right, we'll Bef- get back into it. We'll get back into Before it. Before okay. we do, we should give an honourable <laughs> mention to Harley, who did also get four uh, out of four correct for Drop That Coin, unable to, uh, to work. I think pulled a hammy on the way to the venue, but no, taking care of the kids, so cannot make it to this. But congratulations for getting all four correct. Monday, we dropped a $2 coin. Tuesday, we dropped a 50 cents. Wednesday, we dropped a 20 cents. Thursday, we dropped a $2 again, which I reckon weeded a few people out. Uh, but here is the cream of the crop, ready to uh, get the big competition underway. Are you ready for the world champs, Matt? Let's drop that, that coin. coin. We're going to drop a coin. We're going to ask you to write it down what you believe it is, okay? We're going to ask you to reveal your answers all at the same time, and if you get it wrong, I'm sorry, it's goodbye. If we all get it wrong, we're going to go again until someone gets it right. It is sudden death, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop down the little cover on my webcam because Alex Dice is in charge of dropping that first coin. Are you ready, contestants? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Here we go. Let's drop. Oh, Alex Dot. Come on, mate. Coin. Three, two, one. Drop it. All right. I'm going to bring up, bring up my webcam again. Oh and gosh. can our contestants, I guess we've got a bit of a stop clock on it. Oh, should, oh. should I drop again? Give you another listen? Let's give another listen. Yeah, we better drop listen. one okay, more time. Go, All right, here, here comes. One more time. Three, two, one. Drop it. I'll give you another drop because I fell off the desk. Yep. <laughs> All right, okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, it's coming back up. From five. Everyone written Four. something down? Yep. yep. Three, two, one. Reveal your answers. Okay. Adele's gone for a 10 cents. JV, a five cents. A $2 for Benjamin, oh a $2 for Joan Lee. Coops has oh gone with a five God. cents. Cameron has gone with a $1. Matt O'Kine. Oh, my God. We have a winner already. Have we got we a world a champ already? already? We have a winner. We have a world champion. We have found our world champion of Drop Dad Coin. Ali Dyson, reveal the coin that you dropped. It's a 10 cents. Adele from Victoria. You've taken it out. Drop Dad Coin. Winner. Sit here with the law represent. <laughs> yes, there it is. Unbelievable. First cap oh, yeah, of the delusion. rank. You've won the biggest prize all day <laughs> breakfast has ever given away. He wants a rematch. Wow. This is incredible. You. Oh, guys. Thus as. Sus as. Going to be calling up for the talkback, what's sus as in the future? That's Look, incredible. Guys, I'm so sorry. You've been on the Zoom for 20 minutes now for about 10 seconds of anti-climax. Marshy's intro went forever.
<laughs> we dropped one coin. And Adele, you've taken it out. Please give us a speech. Your post-match press conference. Who do you want to thank? Uh, I don't know. I'm shocked. I don't know. Alex, this probably. <laughs> For sharing the details in their in their college intranet WhatsApp message. Group. No, please tell us what what did it give it away? What gave it away for you? But it sounded quite light, and I didn't think we'd heard it before. Oh, well, Whoa. that's it. See, Coops came in with the five cents. You did very good decision. You know, it was a good, it was a good effort, but just missing out, guys. Coops, but you're the, you're the youngster of the group. You'll be back in 2022 at 13 years old. You've still got a big career ahead of you, mate. Don't give up on the dropping just yet and focus on the wakeboarding. You can do both. Don't let them try and convince you like Elise Perry or something like that. But thanks so much for joining us, mate. And, um... We'll try and put one more competition so you can get out of school early another time. <laughs> Thank you for having me. JV, Benjamin, Joan Lee, Cameron, Coops. Yes. Well, goodbye for now. Thank you for being a part of what what was an incredible competition. Australia uh, has just been so, so captivated. And Adele, congratulations. You are you. the world champion of Drop That Coin, the very first one. Cheers, team, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. See you Cheers. Cheers, boys. Peace out. Bye. Love your work. Bye. Bye. Drop That Coin. These are the best bits of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hannah, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Now, um, <laughs> I, I asked the question, what sound do you hate? And... Uh, you replied with something a little bit different. Yeah, look, it's not a noise, but it's something that bothers me to the depth of my soul. And it's when I overthink a bird on a power line and how tightly they must have their little bird hands wound up to be able to hold on and stand up straight. It just gives me the willies. <laughs> so, do you have have these thoughts out in public and are there any sort of physical manifestations of the uh, the disgust you feel when thinking about bird heads gripping? Look, if I don't think too hard, it's probably just like a slight shudder. But if I actually clench my own hands as though I was a bird on a power line, it gets a lot worse. <laughs> okay, hang on. Uh, is it only for power lines and not for like tree branches? No, like a hardy branch is fine. And that seems like physically possible to me that they could wrap their hand around a branch and be fine. But if you if you just humor me and like make a little fist just as hard as you can and yep, does that I'm not gross it. you out a little bit? Um, <laughs> I just, I feel like I'm closing my hands, Hannah. Okay, well, it's just me. Has it got something to do with the electricity that goes yeah, through the wires as well? No, no, not a factor. <laughs> have, have you... Have you sort of talked about Don't this? Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, look, I've shared it with a few people and um, the only kind of response I ever got with someone who could somewhat identify with it was less about the subject and more about the feeling. And for her, it was thinking about um, a weed growing through a crack in pavement. <laughs> Anna, thank you so much for letting us know. Uh, we wish all the birds on all the power lines all the best. Uh, keep <laughs> yeah, clenching. Great. <laughs> no, we'll see you Not next time. Not in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. Cheers. Well, there it is. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to All Day Breakfast for today. Hope you enjoyed a selection of, uh, well, you better have enjoyed it. You chose it. It was the best moments uh, that we've had in the last 18 months of fun here on All Day Breakfast. And we're going to be creating some brand new ones come Monday morning. So hopefully you're uh, there to, uh, to join us. Matt O'Kine will have had a brilliant, brilliant 
lockdown holiday and I cannot, I genuinely cannot wait. And I'm talking to my future self here, I realise, but I cannot wait to see what stories you've got for me after two weeks holidaying at home. In my lounge room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, some sweet stuff better start happening on my balcony. Otherwise, we are in for a I don't know. land show. I don't know how you're going to do it, but there's one thing I can guarantee, and Matt will have found a way to be fired from an acting gig in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> So stay tuned for that one and more Monday for All Day Breakfast. Until then, have a really good weekend and we'll catch you later. Listener.